Nice. Got some big fish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god! This big mama came out. This is the biggest fish I've ever killed bullfishing. Thumbs out. Buff salt, baby. <laughs> Good job. What a night. Right there in the rock. Wait, there's a big one. Nice shot, Kaler. Get him, Smitty. Doubled up, baby. Hey! Nice <laughs> shot, man. There we go. We got two of them now. He's a good gator. He's a monster. That's a good gator. <laughs> oh, he came a long ways. Wait, that was awesome. Dude, that was wow. <laughs> Wow, love boat fishing. Come here. Time for a free boat ride in the AMS boat. Hey. Yeah. Where are we? We are back in our new podcast studio, yes, Schmitty. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hopefully everyone <laughs> watching on the video format can enjoy. This has been, I mean, we probably started on this two months ago. Yeah. Yep. It was a while. We started mm -hmm. putting this paneling up. We put the insulation in. We got all the whole the whole room here has got power to it and everything. We've got some new lights, awesome lights that actually you guys won't be able to see. Track bar lights that we yeah. can slide back and forth in here. So it's pretty sweet. I've been looking forward to getting up here and yeah. filming. So we hope that everybody that watches a video podcast yep. uh, kind of likes enjoys our little little uh, booth up here for our yep. podcast. Yep, absolutely. We've got a couple old retro. Gold retrievers. Yep. And I've actually, that's funny, Matt. Cindy was talking about it when we had Cindy on the podcast. She's yeah. saying how they were used to be gold yeah. and they had those white yeah. boxes. Yeah. And I had never seen, I'd never seen that gold plated before. Pretty cool. It, it actually looks, it looks sharp. Yeah. That's that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That, you know, that, that right there is from the original designer, yeah. Jack Lassie. Yep. Who's actually working in the shop right he's now. He's downstairs right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, if you guys, he's too modest to point it out, but the fish that is above all of our little decorative area here is the 87.8-pound <laughs> yeah. buff that Matt shot down in Kentucky. Now, how many years ago was that? That was 2016. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Six years ago? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. But that's a replica we got made of that. We had it hanging yeah. up out in the front by the shop out in the, um, in the, the front of the store here at, at AMS, and we thought, you know what? We're putting that in the podcast. We're bringing Bubba up here. Bubba, okay. Bubba, Bubba the Buff. Bubba the Buff. He looks yeah. pretty good. That's a cool replica. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Very cool. Yep. It is our 50th episode, man. It is, Schmitty. Half a century old. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We were so excited we didn't even do an intro. No, we kind of just... Uh, <laughs> did, I, did I just start talking? <laughs> yeah, we just kind of oh, started talking boy. about our new area okay. here. All right. So, yeah, man. Welcome back. To, you know, we are back here. The Bowfishing Buzz presented by... AMS Bullfishing and Mega Mouth Bullfishing as well. That's right. My name is Matthew, and of course, here's my good buddy, D. Schmitty. We got a great show this, uh, oh, yeah. little show, uh, show I guess, podcast this week, yeah. uh, Derek. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Who do we Very have cool. on? We have the designer, the builder, the developer of the Mega Mouth Reel mm -hmm. is going to be on with us today. His name is Tim Marinas. Timmy boy. He's, he's wicked smart. He's wicked smart. He knows what he's doing. Um, and you guys see, if you're watching the video portion, we've got a Mega Mouth here. And from bare bones, nothing up to what it is now. That is completely because of Tim Timmy. Marinas. Yep. Yep. Little big, I guess a big shout out here to Timmy. Uh, a lot of you heard me talk to, about Timmy years ago. Mm -hmm. I always call him Timmy Boy. Because yep. he started working here when he was still in high school. Yep. And I always call him Timmy Boy. He traveled with me on trips and stuff like that there. 
Can't call him Timmy Boy anymore. No, he can't. Schmitty. Nope. Nope. Why, call is him, why is that, Matt? We got to call him Timmy Daddy. Timmy Daddy. Yes, sir. He is a new daddy. He is. Like within like the last two weeks. Yeah, like right before deer recent. season, uh, yep. right before rifle season here. It's uh, a couple weeks before uh, November 17th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yep. Maybe earlier, a couple days earlier than that, but yeah. So congrats to Tim. Congrats to Tim. And his beautiful wife. That's awesome. Healthy baby. Yes. Very good. Little very baby good girl. Here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So very cool. Very he actually cool. shot a deer opening day of rifle season. Yes. And he had a picture of her out there. He's got her all cuddled up there and he's got yeah. a, his buckle out there. That's pretty cool. Yep. All the comments were really cool on that. Yeah. Oh, starting them young. <laughs> oh, did you shoot that one, Tim, or did you fill your daughter's tag? Well, That's she's like cool. two weeks old. So, yeah. 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 Very cool. Very so, yeah, cool. we're all jacked up. Me and Shmita are jacked up because a new room here. We've got a great podcast. Uh, we've got some cool specials, Schmitty. Oh, gosh. Yes. We've got some holiday <clears throat> specials. Running. I know we had some great Black Friday specials running and Cyber Mondays. Yep. Now we got the holiday special, Schmitty. Yeah. What do we got? Yep. Well, we've got our, our Black Friday sales have been running since last week. Yep. And uh, today's Wednesday. Monday, this past Monday was Cyber Monday. We still have our Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales running until midnight tonight. All right. So go right. to the websites and check out that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as far as Cyber Monday sales on the AMS side, we have 20% on arrows, T-shirts. We've got a great deal on a really cool-looking bulk case out mm-hmm. there. Um, and mm-hmm. this time of year is always cool to, um, one, you're going to find some savings, and two, it's great for gifts or giving someone that you know who bow fishes some, some really cool stuff to take out with them next year. Yeah. Um, we have leather patch, fleece line beanies, so much more. We've got all Those that. Those are Warm, the bomb. They are, they are. Those cold nights, bow fishing, and we wear yes. them. I wear mine ice fishing, absolutely, all the time. Early season bow fishing yep. at night times when night temps cool down. Mm-hmm. Throw mm-hmm. them on, keep yeah. your ears nice and toasty. Absolutely, you can hear those fish coming, keeping your right. ears nice and toasty. Yep. Um, then we also have some um, the the Mega Mouth specials. We have again that is going to end at midnight tonight. These are still the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales that I'm talking about now. Um, that is going to be on the Mega Mouth bow case, which for everyone who shoots a Mega Mouth, no matter what bow you have, the cool thing about this bow case, one, it has all kinds of outside pockets to store an arrow tube, right. any kind of accessories, tools that you need. But also, no matter the bow you're shooting, you can leave your reel mounted to your bow, and it fits in that bow right. case. It's got a high pocket yeah. for that. Yep, because I remember a couple years ago, Matt, we got a couple bow cases, and they were good, but right. the torque rod on stuck the Mega Mouth stuck out. Yeah. Um, so we specially yeah. got these to be a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. Um, they're nice. They're very nice to uh, just throw the bow into. You don't have to worry about them getting dinged up or anything. The reel can right. stay right on there. Um, so make sure to check those out. And we also have some great specials on Mega Mouth hoodies and T-shirts going nice. on. Um, just to piggyback off of our Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, Mega Mouth here for the next couple of weeks, we've got some holiday sales going mm. here. Mm. If you purchase a Mega Mouth, all right, you will be entered in to win a Mega Mouth prize pack. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, a Mega Mouth Christmas holiday prize pack. Oh, boy. So hard telling what kind of goodies we're going to throw in that prize pack. If you buy a reel, <laughs> you will be entered right in. you got to buy a reel for, for yourself or for someone for a gift or something. Boom, you're going to have an entry to win a really cool prize pack. And I believe AMS also has a prize pack going. Is that correct? I think it's $200. It is. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, a $200 website order, you also get an entry for nice. an AMS pack as well. Wow. So very cool. Very cool. Um, let me keep going on these sales, man. You got I, more, Schmitty? I do. I do have more sales. Oh, gosh. So as I mentioned before, the Cyber Monday Black Friday deals end tonight at midnight. Yep. All right? So make sure to yep. go on the website, check it out, see if there's anything you guys want to get before those deals expire. 
Um, we will also be having sales on, let's see here, I got to write all this down. What do I have got here? We will have sales on all kinds of accessories, arrows, apparel, all kinds of stuff. More specific product wise, the water mock, the meat hook gaff, bow cases. We're going to have all kinds of nice. sales running from now until, you know, Christmas time, holiday season. I'm not mm-hmm. sure when the exact date is that those are going to stop. So get that stuff ordered. Yes. So you have it in time for that bow fishing life for Christmas presents. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, um, Mega Mouth will also be running some some holiday specials throughout the season here. 25% off apparel and accessories. That should go live tomorrow. Um, and we're going to stagger some of these deals. So I'm having to actually hold back even more. Oh, my Sales Goodness. that I can't even talk about yet because they won't be live until maybe next week, maybe two weeks. Just um, make sure so, to watch our Facebook pages. I was going to say, make sure that yeah. you're always checking stuff out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, last thing as far as the sales and promotion goes, I just made a post this morning on the Mega Mouth page. We're giving one away. We're going to give a Mega Mouth away. That deserves a... A ho-ho on our, our brand-new interface here, also very fancy <laughs> and nice. Um, we're going to be giving away a Mega Mouth to someone, one of our Facebook followers. Um, the requirements are on the page. That all you got to do is like our page, which a lot of you guys have already. Take three friends in the comments and make sure to like mm-hmm. the original posts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sweet. yeah, check all that stuff out. Boy, oh, boy, I got, I'm going to have to take a swig of Gatorade here. That's, <laughs> gotta that was a that lot of information. down a little bit. Yeah, yes. you're giving away a lot or talking about all the specials and holiday and black Friday and Cyber Monday is good grief. That's a tongue twister in yeah. itself. Yep. So, uh, yeah, keep that all straight, guys. we got all kinds of sales. Make sure to check those out. Um, uh, I think that wraps it up. We can we can move on with the podcast. We're going to move on to the BAA Records. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting name here. Uh, we've got Dustin Meisel again back at work huh. on his BAA World and Alabama State Record Spotfish weighing 14 ounces. Congrats to Dustin. That's crazy. And I, I would like to know how many records Dustin has. Seems like we read his name once, if not twice, every podcast. Might have to have him on one of our podcasts. He, he is. like to join us. That is, yeah, that is that is crazy. Yeah. Dustin always shooting the record fish. Mm-hmm. Um, congrats to Zach Stanley on his BAA South Carolina state record flounder weighing three pounds. Congrats to Zach Stanley. And right back oh to my gosh. Dustin Meisel again on his BAA world and Alabama state record Pig fish. Pig fish. Weighing 14 ounces. P-I-G-F-I-S-H. Pig fish. Exactly what you think it is. A pig fish. Here's the crazy thing about Dustin is I think some of his fish are weighing identically the same. His spot fish is 14 ounces. Oh his gosh. pig fish is 14 ounces. And some of the other ones in the past that we've gone, we've... We had that last podcast. Chubbs and, yep. and it's like uh, Sea Robin. Sea Robin. Those were both. <laughs> Maybe they, that wasn't exactly the one, but they were the identical weight as well. Yeah. Crazy. Mm, that's crazy. Uh, the next record here, I don't think we've ever had this person on the records before. His name is Dustin Meisel. <laughs> Congrats again to Dustin on his BAA World and Florida State record, Electric Ray, weighing two pounds, 9.6 <laughs> ounces. Just uh, crazy. It is. It is. Uh, then we've got Trey Kelly on his BAA Mississippi State record, Freshwater Drum, weighing seven pounds, 11.2 ounces. Awesome. Uh, congrats to Richard Hayden on his BAA Virginia State record flathead catfish weighing 48 pounds, Ooh. 11.2 ounces. Awesome job, Richard. That's cool. That's a big one. So, Derek, Dusty shot that pig fish. He did. He did. What is a pig fish? Well, what we pride ourselves here at the Bowfishing Buzz is not only to provide entertaining 
content for everybody who listens and watches. But we also want to inform you yeah. on things. Yeah. Um, I've got a little write-up about the pigfish here because... It's kind of interesting. When we see these records, I think you can also attest to this. We are just as interested to find out what in the world all these records are, just to mm-hmm. familiarize ourselves in the world right. of bull fishing. Yep. Um, pigfish are members of the grunt family of fish and live predominantly in the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of the southern United States. They are plentiful in number and possess a colorful appearance. There are several types of fish that fall under the name pigfish. These include the golden spot hogfish, hogfish, pigfish, <laughs> the red pigfish, and the red mouth grunt. Wow. All pigfish belong to a group of ray fin fish that thrive in shallow, mild waters. Though they are not edible to humans, pigfish nope. are primarily utilized as bait. When pigfish are caught, they emit a grunting or snorting noise, which is likely the source of their name. Oh, my gosh. Pigfish possess teeth in their throats, and by grinding these together, a grunting sound is produced. Very cool. That is neat. Yeah. That is very cool. Yeah. Hmm. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Pigfish. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the other one he had there, Matt, was an electric ray. You want to give us a little info on the electric ray? I wish I had the music to... Electric Avenue. That would be perfect. Down to Electric Avenue. And then we take it higher. Do, 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 yep. do, do. We should have that playing in the background when we talk about the electric that ray. That would be pretty good. Yep. Okay, the electric ray are found worldwide in warm and temperate waters. There are numerous species of electric ray. Most inhabit shallow water. Slow-moving bottom dwellers, electric rays feed on fishes and invertebrates. Most electric rays bury themselves under the sand during the day and come out at night to feed. Hmm. If prey is encountered, the ray will stun the creature with electricity. That's wild. Wow. Then the ray will guide the food with its pectoral fins to its mouth, which is located under its body. What? All living creatures produce electricity, even humans. But electric rays have two special kidney-shaped organs that generate and store electricity like a battery. Mm. Large Atlantic torpedo rays can generate enough power to produce a shock of about 220 volts while smaller rays, like the lesser electric ray, can only muster a shock of about 37 volts. I'd be curious if you, you know, like, like, can they, like, can you feel a shock if you grab onto one, or? 220 will. 220, you're going to, you're going to get some, some buzzing going you're, you're on You're not going to, a buzz is going to probably put you to sleep. Oh, boy, good Lord. Yeah. Yep. That's wild. Crazy. That's wild. Crazy. That's wild. So, that's our... BAA records and a little fish background facts. Yeah, absolutely. On some of those strange fishes that Dustin keeps shooting down there. Crazy. Alabama and Florida. So, what do you say, Schmitty? Should give Timmy a call? Let's give Timmy Boy a call. I, I, I just call him Timmy Boy. I guess you can't call him Timmy Boy anymore. Timmy. Timmy Boy. Timmy Daddy. Yeah, Timmy Daddy. So, here we go. Look at that. Coming in beautiful. There we Coming go. Coming in very nice. Tim's a busy man. Hopefully, he's got some time for Ooh. us. Hello. Oh, there look at that! Is. Hey, hey! <laughs> Welcome to the bow fishing buzz, Timmy. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, we know that you are really busy, and we thank you for taking the time out of the day today to join us here on the bow fishing buzz. And uh, not only not only are you busy at work, Tim, but you're also busier at home now. Um, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but uh, congrats <laughs> on the. Being a new daddy, that's very Absolutely. cool, Tim. Congrats to that, Tim. Thank that's you. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, thanks, guys. You bet. 
So, Not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous. I'm talking to some celebrities. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Yeah, right. Of course, <laughs> oh, of course, he leads with that. Good lord, I have to. <laughs> uh, oh, we were supposed to ask you from somebody that works here. Yes, yes. Oh um, boy, Tim. Before we get into this, I I have a message from someone who works here at AMS. His name is Kevin. He's our graphic designer. Does a fantastic job designing yep. all kinds of stuff that we do. He is wondering how your fantasy football team is doing. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't know why he's asking. Uh, do you know anything about that? Is the team doing all right? Well, I mean, I had an A minus draft. The season started out really good, and it's not doing so good anymore. <laughs> oh, I think Kevin got the victory over you this past week, huh? Yeah, and I see you're doing pretty good. Oh, first uh, place. I don't know. I don't. I'm not yeah. really keeping track. My but... my wife is in the league too, and she happens to be playing. She played you last week, so <laughs> yeah, I got grief did. at home because she lost to you. <laughs> Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Fun, fun, fun. It's fun. Of course. We all we always have fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter if we're bow fishing or designing or That's right. playing fantasy football. Or <laughs> ice fishing. Or ice fishing. <laughs> or ice fishing. Good yep, one. That's yep. coming up. That's right. That's right. So, Tim, I'm just going to uh, start out with a little background here. Um, sure. When did you start working for AMS? I know you were coming in part-time. You were still in high school. Um, yeah, you called me a punk. Sounds, did I call you a punk? Oh, he called me a punk, so <laughs> that did. totally lines up. I believe it. Yeah, That's so I 20. came there. Um, I was 18. Uh, I had just been going to college, and I did not know what I was going to go to school for. So I got a job working with you guys. Yep. Um, unfortunately, you had a recall. Um, it was a long time ago, obviously. but um, RDR recall. RDR recall, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I came in to help change the RDRs out. And, uh, Jeff Brown had taken a liking to my work ethic and just, you know, showing up on time and and getting through the work quickly. So he actually offered me a job part-time to continue working there as I go to college, Mm -hmm. um, which was great. I mean, it was fun. Matt gave me a little hard time at the time I was playing basketball in college. Uh, I wrecked my foot, had a surgery, so I was on crutches. I was in a wheelchair for a little bit there. And uh, at the time, I was younger, I wore my hat to the side, my baggy pants, and, you know, I was cool, right? And Matt's like, yeah, who's this punk kid coming in here? Uh, And come to know it, uh, after a few years of working there, Matt and I developed a great relationship, and we're lucky enough to, you know, travel all over the country shooting fish and having good times and uh, created a lifelong friendship. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Yep. Yeah. So actually, I think in 2010, Tim, we started going on bow fishing trips, and then we were shooting in some of the Wisconsin Bow Fishing Association tournaments. Correct. Um, yep, me, you, and your cousin. Yes, Derek. Yep. Yep. And then in 2011, you started to go on these trips, and we did a lot of filming. Um, yeah. You know, South Dakota salmon. We competed in the Campbell's Bow Fishing Challenge, which was awesome. That was awesome. A lot of fun. <laughs> um uh, 2012, you know, Tennessee, Delaware, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Indiana Archery Camps for Kids, the Jared Ashmore Youth Tournament. And then you uh, and I went to Florida, Tim. I was going to say Gators. Yes. Uh, shark. I mean, we oh, were on the shark, East Coast for right. Sharks and the West Coast for Sharks. That's right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. <laughs> and, and and you shot a, a big old, we call them Snaggletooth, that big old gator you yeah. shot in Florida. Uh, I was yeah, actually... He was like, 12 and a half feet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that thing was a beast. And oh I remember when it, it surfaced and you shot, I was over your shoulder filming, 
and you turned around. I think you still had your head on crooked. Uh oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the look on your face was, you you were like so. It was like the shock look on your face was like, did you see how big that thing was? You know, it, oh, was, it was like just, a dinosaur. I know oh, exactly. Goodness. Yeah, wow. the thing was huge. Wow. The thing was huge. But yeah, I it mean, was, when it was we're in cool. a we're in a twelve foot airboat and you shoot a gator that's twelve and a half feet, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. The thing's longer than the boat we're right. in. Right. Good lord. Yep. Yep. Mm. yep. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of good times together. And um, when did you start going to school right away for engineering, Tim, or was that was so that the right first away? Two years of schooling um, in two thousand. It would have been two thousand and eight that I started, and by two thousand and ten, I had finished my associate's degree in general courses because I didn't know what I was going to do. Okay. Um, and at that point, Jeff Brown had offered me a full time job there. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, you know, buy time as I learn what I want to do with my life. And, uh, so, you know, I did all the production work and, and then we started doing the filming, um, editing and it, it kind of just kept evolving. Yeah. You know, we started editing. We did yeah. that first trip to, uh, what was it? Maryland for sharks. Yes. And me and you edited our first video was like 14 <laughs> minutes long and we were so pumped about it. Yeah. And we look back at it now and we're like, oh my gosh, we were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've evolved a lot. Thank yeah. goodness. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I started going on these trips filming with Matt and Jeff and, and Chad Willemson at the time. And uh, I would see these, not only was I filming, but I would see these things happen in the field um, where yeah. it's like, oh, uh, there's a little issue there. We should fix that. Um, so I was, I was going to NTC for a uh, little filming uh, photography. And I also took some 3d design courses um, and I had gotten a certificate in 3d three dimensional design and video photography from something like that. Uh, I had done it just to try to improve my knowledge in the filming, mm-hmm. but also some, some design work. Uh, my dad's a engineer and growing up, he always had the software at home he actually had a drafting uh, drafting board at home when I was growing up. He used to make prints by hand at home. Um, by hand. So I even got to see that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he had this huge, like, 10-foot drafting table. Wow. Um, wow. And I remember sitting – I actually have a picture when I was, like, six, sitting at this drafting table. Um, and so by nature, I was kind of around the design mm-hmm. um, way of life or living or work or whatever. And – so I was interested in it a little bit. I did some at some time at uh, NTC west of Stratford there. And uh, I don't know. I guess I got pretty good at it. Yeah, you um, did. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I started seeing some of the things happening in the field that I wanted to improve. And I would come back after these trips and go to Jeff or Cindy and say, hey, um, this thing happened. Um, and I think we could fix it by doing this. I would call them napkin sketch sketches. I would draw it on some random piece of paper I can find, sketch up this concept and say, Hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing that happened was actually the, it, it's silly, but the tie off button on the back of the retriever, <laughs> it used to be two pieces. Yeah. It was a metal washer yep. and a piece of injected, injection molded plastic. Yep. And I remember putting them together. You put the two pieces together, you tie the knot and then you put it in the bottle and, and line the bottle. And I thought, well, why don't we just mold it in one piece? This is silly. <laughs> and that's where it started. I mean, that was the first little thing I did. That was the really? first thing um, you did. Okay. Yeah. And then it just continued to evolve from there all the way up to some 
really some pretty amazing designs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I have 14 patents now, which is crazy. Wow. That is awesome. That's crazy. That's Tim, cool. Tim, did you ever think when you, uh, when you thought of redesigning that tie off button that it would be put on since then, you know, tens of thousands of reels? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. That's that awesome. never really crosses my mind. It's always just, uh, well, we can make this better. Right. And it, you know, it's going to take this to do it. Yep. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I really, I really enjoyed the designing part of it and, you know, learning all the different manufacturing methods, whether it's injection molding, uh, screw machine work, uh, CNC mill work, um, yeah. stamping dies. I just always thought it was pretty interesting how people build things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and just so everybody knows now, Tim no longer works here at AMS. Right. He does a lot for us still. Does a lot for us still. Um, he works actually at the sister plant, all metal stamping. Yep. yep. And that's where your dad works there also. Correct. He's an engineer Correct. there as well. Yep. And um, so you took your skills over there after you left here. But like I said, we still stay in contact. But right before you left here, Tim, um, yep. you know, you, you built some uh, or you designed some, a lot of our, our points, you know, the, the, the anchor series, yep, the, the, the QTs QT and, and FX, FX um, yep. the retriever TNT with the larger, yep. the larger gear yep. ratio and the brass gear. Um, yep. that and was a, the, uh, that was a title wave cool, barrel rest. Yes. Right. Title wave barrel rest. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you yeah, did, a, you did a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of cool stuff. Um, on, you know, at first we had what, just that one milling machine, that, that one Swift yeah. lathe back there. At the yep. time, and in the I'll old tell shop. you what, when they brought that thing in and said, we're going to start making our own points, <laughs> I said, well, who's going to run that? <laughs> well, you are. Man, I was so nervous. Were you really? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, you're going to have me run that thing? Do you see all the buttons on that machine? I don't know how that works. How am I going to figure that out? Um, and I'll never forget because we buy the machine and it was turnkey. So it had uh, two or three points already programmed, ready to run. And so that was, you know, obviously convenient. You put it on the floor and you start making points. Mm-hmm. Well, then you want to tweak it or then you want to improve it or then you want to make the cycle time faster. Right. Um, and I remember Gil Flocker was the, the guy's name that helped install the machine. And man, he was a great contact to get a hold of. And hey, how do you do this? Hey, how do you do this? And you know what? After, I don't, I don't remember what year that was, but I've probably been around Swiss screw machines now for, almost 15 years, wow. maybe not quite that long, but, um, I'll tell you what, I'm not afraid of them at all. I could do just about anything on those machines now. That, yeah, and that's cool. That's and, and you've true. made some amazing things on there. And now like once in a while, you'll come to the shop and you'll be back there working on the machines and stuff. And now you just walk yep. up to him and you're just like, yeah, his hands yeah. turn to a blur. You can't don't even know what he's doing. Hey Tim, let's, I think we should make this a little bit faster. Yep. And then boom, it's ready to rock and roll. It's crazy. You, you're a master at him now. Yep. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, Matt was leading up to the point of, um, so I had designed a bunch of really cool stuff. And right before I had left, I finished, the biggest project of my entire career so far. And that's the mega mall full fishing reel. Um, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that, you know, that was the, that was my baby for quite a few years. No doubt doubt about that. Lots of time on the water testing, uh, all the way up to model, I think 24, 26 or something like that was my final, uh, final one that we went into production and started building molds and dies. But, um, to get to that point, the amount of, 
machining I did on those Swiss screw machines is really where I think I got so good to where I can echo to what Derek said. I can walk up to a machine now and say, oh, right there, it's slow, right there, it's slow, right there. So, okay, stop this thing. Let me push some buttons. And right. boom, there, your, your cycle time is five seconds faster. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which really adds up when you're pumping out, you know, a, a run of a thousand parts yeah. or, or 5,000 right. parts. That really adds up. Yeah. Um, Tim, I'm just going to take you back here. Uh, you're talking about you're on these trips with Matt and you would see little certain aspects of how something was performing and you'd think to yourself, man, you know what, we could make that a little bit better. And then you'd come back to the shop and you'd draw it on a piece of paper. You kind of always had that vision almost Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at at what point were you working here that you thought to yourself, man, I want to build a reel like the mega mouth. Like what was going through your head? What made you think that you wanted to do that? So that was, that was a pretty cool experience for me because I was a part of designing all these, I'm going to call them parts little things pieces and whatnot and matt and i did all this traveling and when we would go to these tournaments at that time it was kind of a divide in the bow fishing world where it's either ams bottle retrievers or it's the muzzy spinner spinner reels right Mm -hmm. and we're competing against these guys and being an engineer I'm, i'm nosy i'm like hey you know why do you guys shoot those things like what draws you to that? The, like the retrievers are safer. They shoot good. You could get your fish in. Like what's the draw? And, uh, you know, I, I guess I learned obviously that they're, they, they retrieve the fish faster. Um, they have a drag system, yada, yada, yada. And there was a, some preliminary discussions in the shop, uh, between Jeff and Cindy and myself. And they even actually had a meeting here at all metal sampling where I'm working now to get the engineers here kind of pondering the idea of let's build a spinner reel that has safety features like the retriever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took about a year to start kind of getting the ball rolling. Um, And during that year, I hadn't really been a big part of the design. It was kind of happening all at all metal stamping. Uh, But they, you know, at all metal stamping here, we have a whole lot of other products aside from the bow fishing work that we do. Right. Yeah. And it just wasn't progressing as fast as I wanted to see it as a designer. Um, so at some point I kind of just took the initiative of like, well, okay, these are all the features that the spinner reels have that I want to have. And these are all the safety features that the retriever has that I want to incorporate in this new reel. And I just kind of went for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and after I had the first design kind of kind of drawn and done, I presented that again to you know Jeff or Cindy, and they said, "Oh, yeah, that looks that looks okay. Keep <laughs> keep going on that." And you know, I know I built something, and then we say, "Okay, there's a flaw here, flaw here, but you know, blah blah blah." And then five years later, and tons of evolution, and yeah. Magamoth is born. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that that's one thing, Tim, for sure that. You know, people see the reel now, what it looks like. They have no idea the R&D that went into it. I know when you were here at the shop, we were, you ended up going back and you found some, some printed line deflectors yep. from, I want to yep. say like 2013. I mean, uh, it, that it, could be about right. It was, I mean, all of the boxes of different, different runs <laughs> that we had. I know that your, yourself, you wanted this to be, when it finally hit the market, you wanted it to be bulletproof. You didn't want to have to have oh, yeah, this, this still isn't working perfect. We still have to work on that and mm-hmm. have it out on the market. You wanted it to be bulletproof from the get-go. Right. And I think that that was right. that's such a um, 
people don't realize how much of that goes into a given product. You know, you see something come out on the market. Oh, look, they made that. Well, guess what? It's been in the making for seven years, you right. know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And you know, when things come to the market, um, there's always something you overlook when you start getting it out to masses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and especially in bow fishing, you know, it's an abusive sport. Yeah. We're really hard on our equipment. No doubt. Um, you know, I traveled with Matt long enough and, and did enough bow fishing myself to know we're hard on stuff. Yep. And, and that's okay, but the equipment has to be built to withstand how we treat our equipment. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the hardest part is building something that was durable enough that I felt comfortable selling this, that it's going to last sure. and you're not going to have a ton of problems. Right. Um, now, I'm not going to say that we didn't have a couple hiccups right away and a few things that we have to work had to work through. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, after five years, we did our darndest to make sure that when this thing right. came out, it was ready to go. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I know looking back, uh, looking back in those days, Tim, um, I was, Derek and I were down in Kentucky on a trip uh, down there on the Ohio River. Mm-hmm. And um, the big heads were up really good. Um, it was really good uh, shooting those big heads on the river on those nights. And I remember I called back here and I was talking to uh, Jeff and Cindy saying, man, you know, we're doing really good down here. The yep. big heads are up good. It's, yep. We're getting a lot of good stuff on film. And mm-hmm. um, and the next night, you were flying down already. I was going to say, I think I know where this one's going. <laughs> yep. I remember that. Yep. Because <laughs> That was awesome. I got to hook back up with Dennis, too. Right, exactly. And and the reason that you came down so quick was because you brought a bunch of gear and, and Megamo stuff down to test while we were shooting those fish because there's nothing better than, than using your gear in the field testing it yeah. on stuff that you're targeting on a species that bow fishermen are going to target. And there's nothing better than shooting on some big, big heads that have a lot of power mm-hmm. because what you do on those testing things is, is sometimes you want stuff to fail. Sometimes you want stuff to break. Right. Oh, that's the goal. So you I can, mean, if you can't right. break it, you think it's ready to go. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And, you need a lot of failure to build something really impressive. Yep. And I'll, I'll never forget because the night that you were flying in, Derek and I were way up on the Ohio River. Fishing was good. Fishing was good. The big heads were up good. <laughs> and um, your flight came into Paducah that night. Mm-hmm. And I said to Derek, I says, I'm not going yeah. to get him. Yeah. I'm staying out there to shoot fish. Yep. I said, you're going to have to go back and get him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I drove back down river to the boat landing. I said, here's the keys. And Derek took off, and I went right back up river and started shooting. And about I don't know, like a couple hours later, then I get a text that you guys are back. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of funny. I, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember when we when we went to do that. I was with you before we went out. You know, I was with you before I yeah. we had to leave to go yeah. get them. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure what some of those speed limits were on those side roads in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say that boat trailer was doing some bouncing up and down, an empty boat trailer flying down a, a side road to go pick up Tim because nice. I knew what I was leaving. Right. You know, yeah. it was so good. I'm like, oh, we got to get back out there, man. Yep. Tim's got all this new product we can test. The fish are up. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, so we had a lot of fun, uh, you know, doing this and testing on stuff. But I remember also when you were working on the – gears and the transmissions some of the yep. gears that you were designing were just out of this world tim um, yeah high point some of them have never been seen by other engineers ever with the angles and the cuts and the precise of some of these you know it was just crazy and it's so cool tim because here you are right here in our shop designing this building it 
instead of us just drawing it and giving the papers to somebody and handing it to somebody else overseas or whatever overseas somewhere right you're doing it right here dude yep you know yeah how cool is that i would would have an idea you know sketch it up start writing a program walk over to a machine start typing it in and and here's a metal piece let's put it in there and try it right you know and and yeah i mean and i think that that capability um that i'm i guess that i'm fortunate enough to have um i really think that's what you know, five years is a long time to develop a piece of uh, a fishing reel or a piece of equipment that you're going to sell. Um, that is a long time, but had I not had the capability to walk out to a machine and machine this part mm-hmm. that's going to make this thing better and continue to evolve, can you imagine how long that may have taken? Yeah, without yeah. those abilities, absolutely. Well, and I think that speaks to too what Matt was saying about how we could do it right here in the shop. I think if if we didn't have that. I think companies that don't have that, they reach that point where they're waiting for it to get done by someone no else. Yeah. No they, they get sick of waiting around. They think we put all this time and money into this product. It's good enough. Let's let's send it yeah. out right now. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of the problems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And if if you don't have a product on the market, I mean you're not you're not making money. Right. That's obviously the ultimate goal. That's why you make stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, if you're waiting all this time and, and finally you're like, Okay, well this is good enough, let's start selling it. Um, you know, and we're fortunate enough. We didn't have to do that. Right. 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 Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. And, and with all metal stamping as our sister company, you know, they have stamping dyes, they have injection molds, they have uh, CNC mills. Right. Um, so if there was a uh, wire EDM, if there was ever anything that was out of the realm of what we could do at AMS bow fishing through 3d printing, uh, machining on a bridge port or in a, scr- a Swiss screw machine, uh, we could rely on these guys and say, Hey, uh, can you make me some samples of this? Mm-hmm. And you know, point. within a day or two days, right. we have what we need to carry on. Right, absolutely. Right, very right. good point. Yeah. We, drive, we drive twenty I mean, minutes to go pick it up. You know. Yeah. 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 You know, between all metal stamping and, and AMS bull fishing, we really are, in my opinion, a manufacturing powerhouse. We have all these capabilities, um, and there's no bureaucratic pain in the butt stuff to right. go through as right. far as higher up executives in a company or something like that to get something done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I call my dad and say, hey, uh, I need this part made. Can you do it? And, you know, usually it's, yeah, I'll see what I can do. I'll try to have it to you, you know, tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. No doubt. Um, you know, Tim, just with, you know, myself now, I'm I'm doing a lot of the, the assembling the Mega Mouth stuff here. And, yep. and just for someone who isn't familiar with the reel, say they've been shooting a competition reel to the Mega Mouth, right? A, a, a competitor spin cast style reel. Um, we have yep. we have the metal gearing, dual stainless steel and brass, compared to you know a lot of the competition has plastic gearing. Um, we made or the gearing. yeah yep. we we made the drag system. We we re-engineered that. What what would you say in your own words is the biggest difference between the Mega Mouth reel through all your time of developing it, um, the R and D? What is the biggest difference between the Mega Mouth reel and say some of the competitors out there on the market? Oh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with durability, and I know that's a very broad answer, but to be more specific, uh, not only is the gearing, I believe, more durable, but the your ability to pull fish or sticks or stumps or whatever back to the boat. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason that is is the way I designed the anti-reverse on the Mega Mouth, it's actually on the main transmission of the reel. Mm-hmm. So you're not applying all that pressure to the gears, um, which is great because your gears yep. last longer. Yeah. But at the same token, you can put 200 pound test line on this reel 
you can tighten up your drag to where that line doesn't come out. You can pull that T-bar and pull on that stump or whatever you shot in the ground, and you can make that boat turn back around or snap <laughs> that 200-pound line. Right. And you know what? You pull the line back out, you tie on a new arrow, and you carry on. Yeah. The reel's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't believe there's any other reel on the market right now that can do that without yeah. cutting your fingers. Um, that was one of the biggest things that drove me nuts uh, when developing was when the reel didn't do a good enough job, my natural instinct was to grab that line wrapped around my hand and pull the arrow out. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're using that small line, I've cut myself down to the bone on the pinky a couple of times. Yeah. And it's just natural instinct. I remember shooting a right. tournament with you, Matt. Mm-hmm. I had cut it the night before and twice that night I went and did it again. Yep. Yep. And it always goes back into that I mean, same little groove. <laughs> yes, it does. It's yeah. amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I wanted to make the, the reel do the work. And that's one of the things I guess I'm most proud of is that the reel is durable enough that you can snap that line, you can pull on that arrow, you can turn the bolt, whatever. The reel is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I, it shocks me every year, Tim, and I hear it. I hear it every year. We'll have guys that will, and this is going to sound like it's a bad thing, but it's not. It speaks to the reel. And like you said, if you if you shoot an arrow into a stump, you miss a fish or whatever, you were, your 200-pound line will literally break before anything in the reel breaks. Okay, that's Correct. A, that's a testament to the reel itself. Like, it's yep. all that torque is, is fine. I hear people say all the time, I shot a big fish, I had my drag tight, and I pulled the T-bar, and I almost went in yep. or went oh, in yeah. because yep. the fish, yep. you've got the, the bow in your hand, and the fish literally pulls you off the boat. Yep. Your gears don't strip. Nothing happens nope. to the reel. The reel does exactly Correct. what it's supposed to. You're yep. just so not, the shooter's so not used to having that power in their hands that they literally go Correct. overboard because that mm-hmm. fish is, is taking them that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just it's and just I'm sorry wild. to everybody that that's happened to, um, <laughs> but yep. that was the goal. Yeah. You know, I wanted the reel to last, and I, I really didn't want anything inside it to blow up mm-hmm. when you go to do what you want the reel to do. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I think something to speak to that too, Tim, um, you know, we came out with the reel, and, and ever since we came out with the reel, um, I think that's evident with our like our lever lock system right now with our torque rod. You are always thinking of ways to improve it. You took a fantastic design, and we're not just gonna sit back and go, "Oh yeah, we developed this thing; it's awesome." No, we're we're still hungry for improvement and advancement, just yeah. to keep it getting it better and mm-hmm. better and better and better. Don't and stop, better. and we will do that until. <laughs> We'll do it forever. Yeah. Right. You know, um, right. the right. real the real look different in five years than it does now. And it's it's rock solid fish hauling machine right yep. now. I think that that's really cool too. I think um other companies tend to come out with something and then there it sits, the exact right. same thing for five years. Yep. yep. Um you're always yeah. looking to so, kinda improve everything. Yeah, I mean my new position here at All Metal Stamping is a uh, engineering manager. Um so I get to deal with, you know, stamping dies and injection molds and all kinds of different stuff. Um and more specifically, I spend most of my time just managing, uh, you know, the guys that build the dies or design them or, you know, the people that run the presses. But um, aside from working full-time here, I still have a laptop at home uh, that I work for AMS Pole Fishing or Mega mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I develop and design stuff, you know, to do what you're talking about right, right. now, continue developing. Yep. Um, yep. Being that I don't get to do it at work every day, I spend more time managing than I do designing. Honestly, it's kind of a, it's kind of relaxing for me to go home, sit down on my computer and dream. Sure. <laughs> you know, I'm a dreamer. I like to come up with crazy ideas and figure out how to make them. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's almost therapeutic. 
Sure. Yeah. I know there's been mornings I'll wake up at six o'clock, whatever. And here I got a snap from Tim the night before at <laughs> 11 15. And it's a picture of a screen <laughs> in the dark with some kind of CAD drawing on it. And I'm like, damn, that man doesn't stop. I'll never forget yeah. uh, the first, I think it might have been like one of the very first videos that you two posted together oh, I know, on the I Mega know, Mouth I know what this is. I know what this was is. was probably right around this time of year. There was a little more snow on the ground. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and you yep. two wing nuts decided to. That was fun. That was yeah, so that was, fun. that was some good stuff. You two wing nuts, what you do, go on a sled? Tim, Tim, yeah. Tim was on his four-wheeler. Yep. We, we yeah, put, I had a great idea. I wanted to did. test the drag. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yep. So he, I remember you pitching that to me. You're like, hey, okay, yeah. so how about this? You come over this weekend. I'll get on my four wheeler with with the uh, a Mega Mouth reel on a bow riser. All right, we will tie this the the line that's on the reel to a sled, and I'll pull you around on my four wheeler. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Two days later, there I am holding on to a sled with Tim on his four wheeler. I'm like, there you got that no riser way. in your hand. And he's pulling you over the snow and through the driveways. Yeah, and over the, I yep. went. I, yeah, I went up and down the road. Came back. I tried to jump a snowbank with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah it, it was a good time. It worked. I'll tell you what the hardest part was. Driving with one hand, holding onto the retriever with the other, and dragging Derek. My goodness, man! <laughs> and then you got it all on film too. I yeah. think. Yep. We had we had GoPros well, yeah, mounted. We, we mounted GoPros and stuff everywhere, but just the physical work of dragging Derek behind me, man, that was exhausting. <laughs> Much less the poor reel having to hold on. Yeah, you had you had uh you had six one two thirty getting pulled <laughs> behind awesome. you on the sled. I know. Do we right? still have that footage somewhere? Oh, I I know we do. Oh, yep. of course. Yep. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be we're going to play that on this podcast yeah. on the video podcast yeah. section. As, as much as it was like, a, let's try it. When we're done, we're like, oh my god, that that like worked perfectly. Yeah. Like this is cool. actually and, and a really good selling point video. This is actually yeah. showing the strength of the reel. It's goofy and it's fun, but right. it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And and I remember Derek when we did this, we started with the with the two hundred pound line that came with the reel. Yes. Yep. And it kept snapping. It wasn't yep. strong enough. Yep. But we planned ahead and we brought like the I don't know the AMS. It was like 640 pound gator line or something. Yep. It was ridiculously yep. heavy. So it was like rope. Mm-hmm. But we intentionally put that in the just so the line wouldn't break so we could do it. Mm-hmm. So that that was kind of cool that, that was. the standard line couldn't do it. So we said, okay, let's put this big old line on here and let's make this work. This is going to be fun. Yeah. And it did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That it did. Cool. That was that was really fun to do that. So what I want to know is, so Tim, when this finally, when when your Mega Mouth reel finally hit the market and was up for sale for anybody, how old were you? I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I'm just, I I'm just, this is going to shock people. When that's what, I ta- that's what I'm trying to get to. Is that's going to shock, shock people. people to know what age you were yeah. when you were designing this? That's what I want to kind of get to. Well, he's an old designer. He's been doing. He's probably I don't know, 45, 55 years old right. when it came no, out. No, that's not no, the case on this. Thirty years off. There, well, pal. so I'm I'm 32 right now. Right. I've been here for four years, so that would have been 28 when I had left there. And I was working on it for five years. So I was 23 when I started working on it, roughly. That's, that's what I want to get that's out there. Wild. You're 23 years old. Yeah. Working yeah. on this yeah, stuff. That's, yeah, that's about what I was when I started. Yeah, something like that. Oh, and cool. you were and you were, what, 27 by the time you put out a, a pretty kick-ass reel onto the market. Yeah. Yeah, 27, 28, 28 somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I had, you know, at that point I had multiple patents. Matt and I had traveled all over the country. Uh, we had H2O junkies. We had, oh my I gosh, had yeah. edited two DVDs between the banks and, uh, was it Boatfish 24 7, 365. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess 
pretty fun I, life. I'm very blessed. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm very blessed. I mean, Cindy and Jeff mm-hmm. saw something in me and gave me an opportunity to work there. And, and honestly, if they didn't do that, who knows where I'd be. Right. But look at all the cool things I got to do because exactly. – because you know, of bow fishing, right. yeah. yeah, right. Because of bow fishing, look what look what uh, you got to experience. Yeah, starting at yeah. a young, very I mean, young age, amazing. just like just like my wingnut over here, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> working here and during it, it, high school too. Yep, same deal. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah. and I, I'm forever grateful for that. I mean, right. Here I am today. I can design molds and dyes and mega moth reels. I mean, I can. Thankfully, I could do pretty much anything I set my mind to. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. And I know I'm just going to, one other story here. When I, and you know, cause Tim, I was working here probably a year or two. Um, and then I remember you, you had that office. We moved to the new shop here. You had that office in the back by the machines. Um, yeah. and I had my little, my little area back there was behind your office. And I remember I would sit and build 3d printed housing, Megamoth reels. I think I'd put together 30 of them a day, just take them apart, put them together, putting in a little tweak that you made on the gear here. I mean, we did that for a long time. Um, and that, mm-hmm. that really helped me understand the real. Absolutely. I mean, you do that for a couple, a year or however yeah, long we were yeah. doing that. And pretty soon you can be blindfolded and put one together. No problem. And realize what's going wrong. But I think in that. Yeah. And, and now here you are, you're the mega mouth guy. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just taking care of the, <laughs> the, the, the awesome design that you, uh, that you brought to the table, Tim. That's yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> But I, I remember in that same year, and I won't I won't say his name just in case I don't want him to get in trouble. We went down to a southern state and shot some fish with some three D printed reels. You guys know what okay. I'm talking about here? And we were, I'm pretty we sure were, I know where you're going. We were shooting some really big buffs. All right. Yep, I know where yep. And this is before the reel was anywhere close to being finalized. Like I said, it was three D printed housings. I think the cones yep. were were mold injected. Maybe even not. I'm not even sure. Um, yeah, the cones might have been at that point. And the the gentleman that we went out with had been shooting our competition for years. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, and, and being around the reel all the time, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, it's awesome reel. We That's why we're building it, whatever. And just going down with him and from him shooting however many years of a different reel and then having our, you know, not even close to being finished reel down there and seeing the look on his face when we were doing what we could do with that reel that's when I'm like, okay, this is gonna. We're sh- onto something. This here. is gonna shock people. Yeah. This guy mm-hmm. knows everything about this other reel, and here he is looking at us like, how how can you guys do that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And these are big fish. Those buffs were huge. That was they really, were. And was, I remember was he was um, he was very apprehensive at first of the idea. Yep. He was like, oh, I don't know about that. Yep. I'm gonna stick with what I got. But yep. then I think it was at some point in the night, uh, Matt, Derek, or myself—I don't remember who—but you had shot a 40, 40 pound buff, maybe 50. I don't know. They were all big, but yeah. I remember grabbing that T bar yep. and saying, watch this. Yep. And you literally, you put your other hand away from the reel. And with one hand, you pull that T bar and you lifted that fish out of the water, held it up in the air, swung over and placed it in the boat. Yeah. No gaff, no second yep. hand, no nothing. You just right. let the reel do it. Mm-hmm. I think that was the point when he was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Right. I've, I've, you know, from his standpoint, he's thinking I've never dreamed of being able to do that with a bow fishing reel. And here, these guys are doing it with a, a, a prototype. Prototype. Yeah. 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 I remember. I just remember that and being like, "Yep, we're onto yep. something good here." Tim done good. That's a trip where you you went in your underwear in the oh, water okay. and was kissing you the know, buffs. That was that trip. <laughs> I didn't. We don't have to. <laughs> 
Uh, I can dig up some photos if you want to add oh. that to the uh, video portion oh. of it. I'll need them. I'll never, I'll never forget. Remember, remember what I said as I was coming out of the water? Mega Mouth. Big, big buff, buff Slayer. Fear, fear oh, us. Yeah, Big Buff Slayer. Fear. fear us. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was funny. Off the boat landing. It was cold. It was oh, cold. Oh, there was fog everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. Yep, yep. I remember, just to go off with stories, we were taking pictures down there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just I would pretend that it was not recording and you were holding like a 50-pound buff. I'm like, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold oh, it, that one, it, that it. was bad, too. And the look on your face was like, hurry up. Yeah, I know. That was so, that was tough to do. But I don't know. I think Tim and I were out in the boat. And you were on shore taking pictures, and you knelt down to take pictures, and you kneeled in the biggest pile of dog poop I have <laughs> ever seen in my life. We're like, that's got to be like a timber wolf. What's going on? It was it was huge. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I remember the one we were in. Uh, it was us three. We were taking pictures for Megamouth. Um, I think we were fishing for grassies or something like that. And we were in some back bays on Kentucky Lake. Matt's taking pictures of me. Drawn back, shooting, and whatnot. I think it was actually the first cover photo. I know what I think. I know what you're going to say. And Derek is sitting over there, like 50 yards away, in two feet of water, playing with this buffalo that we shot earlier, doing Snapchat or, or video with his. I don't know what he was doing. He's over there in his underwear, playing with a fish. Oh my goodness! Oh god! Then he'd oh, come. God. Then he came running back to us. Tim and goes, "You guys, check this out. Look at this picture." You were like taking yeah, a picture. Yeah, a little fish that jumped. Yes, up. a little minnow jumped. A little skipjack. Yeah. Photo yeah. <laughs> bomb. I, I remember I posted that picture on my Instagram, and everyone's like, "Dude, how'd you Photoshop that fish in there?" I'm like, "I, I swear to God, it's real. Yeah. It's there." Yep. But I do. I remember splashing around over there. You guys are all taking <laughs> oh, yeah. taking pictures, and there I am just taking selfies of myself with a fish. Yep. We always yep. had a good time. Oh, always. Always, always worked always. our butts off till the wee hours in the morning and tested. Like crazy, and you designed like crazy, and we drove like crazy, and mm-hmm. yeah. and look look at the result. I mean, right. a wonderful friendship, yep. tons of good times. Look at the stories we could tell, and we could go on forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And on For top sure. of that, we have some great products that we're selling because right. we're out there doing it. Made in America, yes, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's another big thing. Absolutely, mm-hmm. made by fo- by bull fishermen for bull fishermen. fishermen that's the right. whole that's yeah. the whole everything we do here that is the staple that's yep. that's what we stand by yep. big time no doubt yeah well we're gonna let you get back to work tim we know we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're holding you I up i think i had three i think i had three different people knock on my door while <laughs> oh I boy there, so. well podcast I, I, session. I probably got a i got a pile of things to go do so all right yeah. well dude uh you know, once again, thank you for joining us, and uh, thanks for all your hard work here. And um, thank you for everything, too. Yeah, we really appreciate Definitely. everything, Timmy. Thanks mm-hmm. for having me. You it was betcha. Nice talking to some celebrities for a little oh, bit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get rid of them now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to ice fishing pretty soon. Absolutely. Here, so. Absolutely. We're gonna plan our Minnesota trip soon. Sounds good. <laughs> all, all right. right. We'll t- see you guys later. Take care, we'll Tim. See you, Tim. See ya. Bye. Cool little insight there. Yeah, just Should've a little been. fun. I'm throwing some fun stories and some more, you know, general about the. The reel and yeah. get into a little more specifics on the reel and right. Tim built it. That's always been something that I feel like we have not uh, the mega mouth business side of things that we and it's it's hard to do. But I always felt like it, there was a lack of uh, background on what all went into it. Right, you know, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you see something pop out of the market, kind of like what we talked about. And you're like, oh, look, new reel, yeah, or a new anything, a new trail right. camera, a new right. a new cup for your coffee, whatever. There's a lot that goes into yeah. a new product, and no that doubt. having him on did a great job of explaining in depth right. what all went into that guy right, right there. And that's why I, got, I wanted to touch on that about his age when he was doing that, because yeah. you don't think of a 23 year old very often that is 
making and designing and, yeah. and building that type of stuff and drawing it and stuff is really cool. And it's it's crazy to me that he did not necessarily even go to school for what right. he is an absolute master at. Yeah. I mean, he can, like like we said, he can come in on those machines, and it's wicked. That's what he was meant to do. It that's, is. That's his <laughs> yeah, calling. Right. That's exactly. His, that's what he was meant to do. Yeah. And oh. uh, he found that and turned it into one hell of a career. No doubt. That's really cool. Yep. yep. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yipper, so... You know what that means, Schmitty? I do, I do, I do. It's time to wrap up episode 50, 50 of the Bowfishing Buzz podcast presented by AMS Bowfishing and Mega Mouth Bowfishing as well. Well, we hope you enjoyed the little insight here on Tim, the designer, the man behind it, the Mega Mouth reel right there. Great guy. Absolutely. Super guy. Super guy. Remember, Christmas coming up. Check our website. Keep checking out Facebook social medias for some great deals on some bowfishing products. Get them for the people in your life, the ones that like to go bowfishing, because we all love to go bowfishing. Absolutely. Great stocking stuffers, great presents. Get them under them debt trees. Christmas is coming up. Order them now. What do you say, Schmitty? I think it's a wrap. Time to wrap her up? I think so. So from all of us from AMS Bowfishing, remember, aim low, think big. Thanks for listening, guys.